Wayne Nelson back with you on Talk to the Experts. With me on the phone from London, England, is Sherry McMillan of McMillan Estate Planning. We've been discussing taxes. It is the season, after all, and the deadline will soon be upon us. Sherry has been sharing some of her insight on a few basic and timely tax exemptions and strategies, and has provided some advanced tax strategies to help protect your assets. And that's now more important than ever, given the expectation that the government will try to recoup the costs of the various COVID-related relief programs through tax measures. The Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars, Wednesday, March 10th at 6.30 p.m., Wednesday, March 24th at 6.30 p.m. Team members will be sharing their expertise and answering some of your questions. Contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or register online for the seminars at macmillanestate.com. Sherry, we're into the last segment of our show today, so let's quickly recap the tax exemptions that you're recommending families take advantage of right now. So the first, um, you know, basic ones I want to make sure families do utilize is make sure you have um, a wonderful, expensive primary home because that does grow tax-free. So if you downsize, maybe cross-size, don't necessarily mathematically downsize. The second one is to optimize your tax-free savings accounts, potentially for yourselves, but also your children and grandchildren, so that you get the highest value as a family unit. Um, For those that are wealthy in the community, I still recommend that they do optimize their retirement savings programs, because there is a withering uh, RSP technique available to wealthy families in Canada to offset the high rates of tax they think that they have to pay and they don't if they put this kind of plan into place. So we still want to take advantage of getting the lower rate of tax on the registered programs. And then the last basic one is for those families that have family business or family farm, we want them to obviously take advantage of the capital gain exemptions as they currently stand. Uh, It's approximately a million in indexing for family farm and 800,000 in indexing for family business. And you can use those exemptions across your entire family unit. And so you can amplify how many exemption limits you're allowed. So this is where I send off my grandparents to go have more children, and then they get a giggle. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I was always wondering why my wife had so many brothers and sisters. Um, (laughs) Now, these were the four basic strategies, but you also mentioned that we talked about today some of the timely tax strategies. Can you quickly go over those again? Sure. I think the three top ones that are a little more advanced is we want to take advantage of the low interest rates and transfer wealth that's growing on your investment pools into trust and then be able to distribute and share that wealth amongst your family members so that you pay a lower rate of tax on the growth instead of the highest. The the second one I do want to make sure families take advantage of is the maximum tax actuarial range, which allows your estate to grow tax-free up to 25%, which is like a giant tax-free savings account. So you certainly want to be taking advantage of that window of opportunity. And then lastly, for those families that do have family business or real estate portfolios, we also want to consider a technique called an estate freeze so that they can freeze the value of their business at this lower point before we have a recovery And then when the recovery occurs in their estate, they won't owe income tax on the future growth that has occurred. And so it's a very favorable estate planning technique. Now, the great part is, Wayne, 
you don't have to select which one you use of all of these techniques. You actually can use all of them. And when you put them all into play, you can imagine how much that can amplify and keep wealth in your own family unit. And certainly very important at this time of year, Sherry, as we're all considering our, our tax planning strategies and with talk of various tax increases over the coming years from various levels of government. Now, we've talked today about the two seminars that you and your team will be hosting coming up on March 10th and again March 24th at 6.30 p.m., What can people expect? Well, we do like to share our wisdom that we've gleaned from other families we've had the privilege to work with. So we do use case study throughout the presentation. Um, And because it is a webinar, uh, you know, you are welcome um, to join us uh, virtually, which is a safe environment under the circumstances. So we are going to touch on a number of subjects because we view estate planning like building Uh, a home. It has an architectural design to it, and you want to make sure you don't miss any of the fundamentals. So some of those fundamentals are we want to look at tax opportunities, tax planning. Another one that's obvious is your legal planning. But some that are not as obvious are things like trust planning. Most people that have a net worth of a million or more should give a lot of contemplation to trust planning. For those of us that have businesses, business succession is always top of mind. And currently another important topic that we touch on is for those families that have U.S. assets or have U.S. citizenship because we know there are changes coming about in the United States on how that will impact us. The other areas that we definitely want to give contemplation to is how to protect your investments through market volatility. And we've had such a great you know, run in the market recently after the downturn we had last year that a lot of people are wanting to solidify that growth and make sure it's safe. And so we talk about that. And then we also talk about estate freeze and generational planning because it's one thing to create a large estate, but there's a stewardship that goes along with transferring that wealth and making sure the children, you know, handle the wealth in the way in which you hope that they do and in honor of your memory. So we talk a lot about that. And lastly, we always touch on charitable giving because that is such a wonderful tax opportunity in our state. In all of the seminars that you've done over the years, Sherry, uh, you and your team members virtually and in person, are there a couple of stories that really stand out for you and your team members as to why people should have done things that they didn't do? Certainly. I think prominently most families are planning for harmony. Um, We didn't build an estate to have discord in our family unit, and so most of our families, when they come in, although tax planning is one of the drivers, it's probably not the most important one, way. It's to keep the estate simplified and keep the harmony in the family unit. And so one of the stories I share with you that um, is close to my heart was a family who had a very unique Um, carved hutch that their great-grandfather had built in the family unit and they were absolutely affluent family and so as bizarre as this is the children both wanted the hutch and there were two children and we talked about well one of them was getting the family business so could the other have the hutch and they both were willing to forego the family business to have this hutch so you can imagine the dilemma 
and it was so easily solved once we got creative. You probably didn't abide by uh, by King Solomon's decision either on that one. No, exactly. Um, but it was actually a really wonderful uh, opportunity. What we did is we had a family barbecue and we did a lottery. And so basically somebody got the ticket for the Hajj. And the person that didn't get the ticket for the Hajj, we had a re- reproduction made of it. It was such a simple solution. Sure. And so, you know, now we have harmony and tax planning all hand-in-hand in in a bow, and this family will go on um, to enjoy their estate through their lifetime, and the wealth will transfer in accordance with everybody's emotional needs being met. And so this is important. We call it safeguarding significance because what's significant to us has to come through in all of this work that we're doing. And it's not always tactical like, you know, I want to have a particular stalker bond. It's sometimes much more emotionally attached than that. So I think it's important for us to consider both the hard issues in the estate, you know, the the actual functional things that are there, but also the soft issues of every family so that we can build a comprehensive plan that's functional and honors and respects the needs of each family member. Going above and beyond Macmillan Estate Plan team members. Sherry, thanks again for spending some time with us today. It's my privilege, Wayne, as always. Good estate planning is about protecting those assets, maximizing wealth, and minimizing tax. It is tax season. If you don't have an estate or life plan, or if you need some insight about tax strategies, then give some thought to getting together with the Macmillan Estate team members. They'll be hosting two virtual seminars, Wednesday, March 10th at 6.30 p.m., and again on Wednesday, March 24th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register for these very informative and complimentary seminars, simply contact Macmillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464, or you can visit their website at macmillanestate.com. That's Macmillan, spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. I'm Wayne Nelson for Sherry Macmillan. Thanks for joining us today on Talk to the Experts.